Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. It's James Vagley here, and I've got Ash Playstead in the co-pilot's chair. Ash, how's it going? Howdy ho, James. Going well, and you? Perfect. Doing very well. Um, This episode is probably one of my personal favorites. It's how to charge fees. And um, I, I love this topic. It's been a topic over the years, Ash, that has come and gone and gets a, a lot of heated discussion, especially in Australia and I guess around the world as well is, should we charge fees? How do we charge fees? Some people are adamant that we are a free service. Others recognize their value and happy to charge fees. And today we want to talk a little bit about I mean, firstly, why should we should be charging fees and then how to do it in the right way. I've, I've developed an entire training course on this. So I've, uh, and I've personally used to charge fees as a mortgage broker. So I'm really looking forward to this discussion. Yeah, this is a, this is a, a cracker of a topic, James. Uh, and I, I was talking about this with my uh, contemporaries 20 years ago. We'll probably still be talking about it in another 20 years. So, you know, so, so what is a, what is a fee for a mortgage broker, right? So anybody listening to this, like there's there's different types of fees. Like there's the fee you might charge a client as a brokerage for a complex loan, or there, you know, that's that's brokerage. That's not a fee, in my opinion. I guess in, in my mind's eye, James, you tell me what you think. But the, I, when I think of fees for service for brokers. I am thinking of brokers charging for this, for the service, what they are currently doing for free, which is basically all of the work from cradle to the grave with guiding a client from A to Z and, and getting not just the mortgage, but obviously getting that fitted into the puzzle that is their wealth creation strategy for the future, um, as opposed to the commission that brokers get for placing a product that's how i have generally delineated it like the commission is commission that is something paid by a product provider for placement of a product it's not a cost to the client i mean you could you know you you know you, you could probably argue the point that somewhere the commission to brokers is factored into the overall cost of a loan um and I guess in, 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 in regards to the trail fee, it is. But the question is, if brokers weren't getting paid trail fee and commissions, would mortgages be any cheaper? Definitely not. <laughs> they wouldn't be. They'd probably be more expensive because there wouldn't be competition. So that's, that's where I see a, a broker fee is essentially a validation of the broker's service proposition. Um, and I see the broker industry is sort of slowly maturing um, to correlate with other professional services like the legal industry, the accounting industry, the financial planning industry, um, where fees for service have been mainstreamed for, for decades. They have. And I think 
I mean, to go you know back to the problem with charging fees or the whole conversation in general, it's you know what we found over the years is that the mortgage industry, especially in Australia, has evolved as a free service. It's a I'm going to come over to your house for free and help you beat the banks and get a better deal. And that's how the industry, at least in Australia, was popularized on a free service coming over to your house. Not like your accountant or financial planner where you have to go see them and they charge you fees. And that's how we became very successful initially in the industry. But then what happened is just a lot of mortgage brokers started to become more professional and start to add additional services and advice and start doing a bunch of extra work, more complicated work for their clients. And they did this as a way of differentiating themselves. You know, like if the average mortgage broker went over to someone's house, punched some numbers into a laptop, the laptop said, yes, we can get you a better deal. And from here, it's about helping the client fill in the application and getting that better deal. That's where the banks are paying a commission for that introduction. A lot of mortgage brokers went and started to develop strategic plans and wealth creation and doing a lot of extra budgeting and structure and analysis for their clients. And they did that for free as a way of boosting the value and to try and win more business, which is a great strategy. But there does come a point where you are doing a lot more work than is actually required for the money you make. You know, the commission is, as you said, Ash, it's for the introduction and placement of a loan. It's for helping the customer fill out the paperwork and uh, do all that. It's not for um, doing hours and hours of structure and advice and, and other help. So this is where mortgage brokers need to think about what is the job of a mortgage broker that I get paid commission for? And then what are some of the other things that my clients want and need that I can package up and sell as a fee? Because I think a lot of mortgage professionals are shooting themselves in the foot and doing themselves out of revenue when clients would be more than happy to pay for the advice. Mm. I've got no doubt. I've got no doubt. It's, it, it's, such a, it's such a psychological entanglement at the moment. Um, you, you're so right that the industry in Australia evolved with the words free. So psychologically, the Australian public believe mortgage brokers are free, which they are, essentially. Um, and this has also been represented in the Royal Commission that happened in Australia. It, it might be different in other jurisdictions, the US and, and other markets, but you know, either way, there's this psychological issue that brokers and mortgage pros have, James, I think that's a bit of a legacy one. That is, if I charge a fee, the client will simply go to get the same product from another competitor who doesn't charge the fee. That's the psychological impasse that a lot of brokers are stuck at. So, you know, it'd be worth untangling that a little bit. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, I'm not personally saying you should or shouldn't charge fees. I'm just saying th that you could very, very easily and comfortably justify fees as long as you can communicate your value proposition correctly to a broker, uh, to, a, to a client or to a prospect. Um, I know when I had 
you know, my mortgage businesses, James. I mean, I I always set my mortgage businesses up with a value proposition of service, support, guidance, um, uh, access, availability, a whole bunch of things that a client could look at and go, you know what, I can see why dealing with you is more valuable than going straight to the product provider, i.e. the bank. So I don't think that it's actually that complicated to communicate that. It really comes down to, um, I, I guess, the business owner, the broker, being prepared to stand by that and actually charge that fee, put that out there and not do business with the client unless the client's prepared prepared to commit. Um, it might even be, you know, I know some brokers, James, that do it as a bit of a, a stepping stone. Like the first step is to charge a fee, but the fee is then rebated or partly rebated against commission when it's paid later. So they use that fee as a bit of a commitment fee uh, to say, look, if you don't go ahead and I don't get paid, I don't work for free, I'm going to keep you know, let's call it $500. I'm going to keep that to pay for my time. If you do go ahead and I do get paid, I'll rebate that against the commission. So there's that part of the, the whole um, valuing what you do in the client's eyes by saying, if you don't go ahead, I still get paid something. Yeah, exactly. And we're, we're a very strange industry in that respect that we can do a whole bunch of work and not get paid. So there's two sides to the, the charging fees coin. There's what you said, Ash, which is the let's put a fee in place so that if you're going to do some work for somebody and you don't end up earning a commission, you at least are getting paid for your time. That makes sense. Uh, nobody works for free. Um, it's strange in the mortgage industry that sometimes we do work for free. The other flip side of it is when we're going outside of the standard, I'm helping you get a loan and actually backing yourself and realizing that you've got a ton of additional value to offer and that you should charge for those services. I mean, we, we've got lots of stories, Ash, uh, when I was a mortgage broker. I mean, I've heard of you know, back in the day, there were some mortgage brokers doing a set of uh, well, deliverables service for a client all for free. And then there were others that were charging thousands of dollars for the exact same thing. And I guess some people might argue there's ethical uh, considerations there. Um, but in some respects, if the customer is willing to pay the fee and you are delivering a true uh, value proposition, then is there an issue with charging fees? If the person around the corner is doing it for free and you recognize that what your offering is of value and people are paying, is that wrong? Look, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you an interesting story that I think it might be relatable here. I know when I first started in the broking industry in the mid-90s, it, it was actually very, very clear that commission from a lender was, from product, was for product placement. It was actually crystal clear. So it's interesting that here we are in 2020, about to go into 2021, and it's become much less clear. In actual fact, 25 years ago, it was crystal clear that the lender pays a fee for you to give them the business. And that was communicated to the client. Um, one of the mortgage businesses that I work with in that period too, James, is actually we, 
this is way back, way back in the day when we were placing loans at I think it was Bank West or somewhere like that. And they didn't actually pay commission and we were we were the clients were paying five hundred dollars per loan for us to do the work. So charging fees for service have been around in and out for a long, long time. Um the the industry sort of run over the top of itself, like you say, that it's become this industry that, oh well, clients can shop around, um, you know, all mortgage brokers are the same. You all just go and press a few buttons and get get loans and you know. And every mortgage broker listening to this is going to go, you know, is going to is going to raise their shackles just hearing those words because we all know that we do so 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 much more than that. Um, but I just wanted to make that point or tell that little story for anyone listening to this that, you know, fees for service for mortgage providers have actually been around for a long time. Um, yeah. It's just that they've tended to get. The, you know, I think part of the pivot here that happened, James, was behind the scenes, you know, you know and, and how it happened and whether it was a lobbying process, I really don't know. But in the perception of the public and the regulators, this commission that got paid for placing a project has now been interpreted as a commission for doing the work. Yeah. It's not a commission for doing the work. It's a commission for placing the product. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Let's let's actually. I want to address the white, the big white elephant in the room, which is everyone. I'm guessing listening to this is going, yeah, but I can't charge fees because every other mortgage broker is doing it for free. So if I charge a fee, my clients will just all run off to the bank directly or go to another broker. That's the one big objection that every, virtually everybody is going to have to this conversation. Now, we know that that's actually not the case, but that's the fear that most mortgage brokers have is that if I charge a fee, well, they're going to go to directly to the bank or to someone that is free. And there's some strategy and mindset stuff that I want to talk about um, so that we can share how you can effectively charge fees and not worry about the customers uh, and not worry about customers just running off to the bank or another broker who is free because that doesn't actually happen happen if you do it the right way. Uh, but there's also the mindset side, which I'll get you to talk about in terms of, well, how do you go from free? It's a funny industry. We do all this work. We don't actually have to sell anything really to the client. The bank pays mm -hmm. us. So mm. suddenly charging a fee, you've got to actually put yourself out there and put a number to what you do. It's very easy to knock on someone's door and say that you don't have to pay me anything. I'll just help you when the bank pays. But then to turn around and say, my fee is $500 or $1,000, that's a bit of a mindset challenge for a lot of uh, people. It sure is, James, and it's a super interesting topic um, and one that, yeah, I, 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 I'm happy to touch on i mean it, it 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 starts obviously in the mindset of the broker i really believe that the vast majority of clients prospects leads whatever term you want to use to represent somebody uh wanting to get a loan is paying a fee is only a problem for them to the extent it's a problem for the broker right so if the broker psychologically has got issues with charging fees of course the client's going to have an issue with it. So I think it really begins with sort of doing some investigation and reflection 
and reframing of your own mindset from free to valuable. You know, the word free needs to go from our psychology and needs to become valuable. I am valuable and here is why. So obviously, start with the mindset shift and then attach that to why. Okay, because yes, I place your product. And I, I know what, what I used to do, and this might be helpful for, for people listening to this, James, is I would always open the conversation with a prospect telling them what I do that's the same as everybody. Yep, I can get you a loan. I can get you the best deal. I can do this. I can do that. But so can 10,000 other brokers. So I, I always sort of put that out there as part of the process to, so clients could understand that, yes, you can do that baseline service as the same as everybody. That's not why I'm going to pick you. I'm not going to pick you because you're one of 10,000 who can do the same thing. I'm going to pick you because of your value proposition. So then you move to, well, what is your value proposition? And as you said, James, okay, uh, you know, we'll spend the time understanding your needs. You know, we'll put together a plan for your, you know, for your, where this mortgage fits into your asset building strategy for the future. Um, we'll solve problems. We'll be available. Uh, I'll answer the phone on weekends. We'll do all of these things that become part of the value proposition that then can stand diametrically opposite to the competition. So I think that this is a great way for mortgage pros to actually stand out in a crowded market. So switch your mindset from, oh, I can't charge a fee because I'll just go to a competitor who doesn't charge a fee. Switch that to, oh, by charging a fee and attaching that to why my service is more valuable than anyone else's, that actually helps me stand out in the market. It does. So that would be the, the mindset shift that I would recommend. Oh, it is. And I mean, it, it's kind of a differentiation question or strategy, isn't it? It's if yep. everybody in the market is selling oranges and oranges are free, I'm just handing them out. I'll give you an orange. You know, anybody want an orange? They're free. Uh, so going out to the marketplace, trying to sell oranges when they are free or dropping off the trees is a challenge. But what we need to do, and this is the challenge of business, is to differentiate, add value, and instead of going to the marketplace with just same old oranges trying to charge a fee, it's about going to the market with an orange and an apple together. Do you want an orange and an apple? That's now a dollar. Or instead of selling oranges, you sell lemons or mandarins, for example. Uh, yes, it's still a piece of fruit, but it's totally different. It looks different. It tastes different. The value proposition, the service is different. And it's no different in a mortgage business. If, mm -hmm. if everybody is offering a certain service for free, then what can you add in addition to that, package it together, and then that becomes an entirely different proposition. Um, you know, uh, in totally. the, I'll, I'll tell a quick story. You know, in the property investment wealth creation space in Australia, uh, I know, and this is probably going back 15 years or more, uh, there were many groups around that were helping everyday people in Australia become property investors. And a lot of mortgage brokers were doing this. There were property groups that were helping them out. And a lot of mortgage brokers would start strategizing with their clients, building these plans and to help them grow their wealth and build a portfolio over time. And they were doing it for free. 
And then there were property groups that were helping those investors locate properties. And they were also doing it for free. Obviously, both parties were receiving commissions. On the other side, at the same time, there were uh, groups around that were effectively doing the same thing, but they were charging five, ten thousand dollars or more to the client for that service. All that they were still doing the same work that the mortgage broker was doing. They were still facilitating, getting mortgages, setting up finance structures, and, and finding helping them find a property. But many, many, many people were happy to pay five, ten. $15,000 or more for the privilege of that packaged service mm -hmm. because it was different, it was packaged up, and it was so valuable to them because it helped them get the outcome of becoming a property investor and potentially uh, earning hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. So, of course, those people were happy to invest $10,000. Of course, James. And that's a fantastic story and it's so relevant, you know, because if anyone's listening to this and thinking, oh, what if I charge a fee and the client complains and says, oh, you shouldn't have charged me that fee because I could have got what you got me for free elsewhere. If you articulate what they're paying for, you will never have that problem. You only have that problem if you're charging a fee without articulating why, right? You know, you... <laughs> So this is a really, really important part of the equation for fee for service is clients will happily pay if you can articulate the value of the outcome that you're getting them. So I just want to repeat that is clients, and I will pay, in your example, people will pay if you can communicate clearly the value of the outcome you're getting them. Yes, part of what you're getting them is a loan, but that's not the outcome you're getting them. The outcome you're getting them is peace of mind, certainty, structure, convenience, availability, knowledge, expertise, um, a relationship for life. You know, all of these things are part of the outcome that you're getting for somebody as long, uh, along with convenience and those other things. If you can communicate that effectively, yeah, how, how awesome does that outcome sound versus the outcome is, oh, they get me alone? Right, it's big difference. So, you know, of course we get you a loan, but that's just a small piece of what we do. Everybody can get you a loan. Every broker can get you a loan. That's just a small piece. Here's the bigger piece, which is where the loan fits in, how we support you, how we guide you. Here's some other people we work with that can help you. You know, you know, to your point about the relationship between property and finance, of course, which the, which are two. Um, you know, brother and sister, property and finance go together like, uh, you know, they're, they're very closely stapled together. So I, I think for anybody listening to this, it, it, the starting point would be probably to start thinking about, you know, describing for your own benefit initially, you know, all of the amazing attributes of the outcome that you get for clients. Because you, I think, James, every mortgage pro knows in their heart of hearts what they do for clients is super valuable is they take the stress out of it. They take the worry out of it. They allow clients to sleep better. They, they, you know, they're a point of communication. They're a point of knowledge. They're a point of expertise. Yes, they're a point of broking. That's part of what they do is, you know, rather than the client shop around to five different lenders, a broker can do that for you. Yes, that's part of it. 
But that's if that's all it was, there'd be you know it'd be a, this sort of one size fits all homogenous service. We know that that's not how it works. Mortgage pros do so so much more. And you know what? I, I am really really looking forward to the day when the I guess the overall industry is recognised much more powerfully for the overall value proposition that we do for clients. When and anybody that really wants to be ahead of the curve, James, this is what we're talking about is, you know, have a think about positioning yourself as a as a valuable provider of not just a a mortgage service, but at a, a really life changing, life transforming service. And I think if you I don't know, if you were to ask somebody what's the value of um, helping to change the direction of their life, they'd say, well, it's priceless, mm-hmm. right? But if you ask someone what's the value of getting me a mortgage, they'd say, I don't know, probably nothing. No, no they wouldn't <laughs> right? at all. It's, it's a uh, big difference. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people, I mean, even when I was mortgage-broking and a lot of the colleagues at the time, we heard this a lot where you would uh, go to someone's house and you'd see them and they were actually surprised that it didn't cost them anything. And they almost wanted, almost looking to pay for that. And I think that's always been there and it is still there. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a big believer that, you know, finding a mortgage and doing the broking should still be free. That's what you get paid the commission for. All of the other things outside of that, there's no reason why you can't charge a fee. So what we'd be recommending, I guess, um, or at least advising at a general level, in terms of how to charge fees. Well, number one, as you said, Ash, write down all of the things you do and put a value on them. Like how much time does that take you? What is your time worth? Some of those things are the direct uh, tasks that you need to do to get that person alone. Everything else, assign a value to it. Uh, That's the first thing you do. The second thing I guess is to put in some form of fee so that if you do a bunch of work for a client and they run off to another lender or bank, you still get paid. Um, That's Mm. not difficult to do. Let's call it $500 just for the um, sake of it. It's $500 to come and see me. This is what I'm going to do for that. And if you do proceed with a loan, here's the deal. If you communicate that in the right way, there you will not have people saying no to that. And if they do say no to that, Ash, they're probably the types of clients that would have wasted your time anyway, right? So that's one thing. Great filter. Mm. Great filter. And then the other one, I guess, is around, so that's the that's the baseline of charging fees is to make sure you get paid for your work. Then secondary to that is thinking, how can I package up what people want? Because remember, people don't want a mortgage. They want to buy their dream home or they want to grow their wealth. They want to pay it down faster. They want to get ahead. How can you package up products, training programs, services, advice, all sorts of different things and put a value on that and then place that in front of your clients and say, hey, here's what we can do for you. And this is the outcome that that can help get you. Here's what that's worth to you. And here's the fee for it. And I mean, I've helped dozens of people implement fee for service in their business and in many cases, the feedback from clients that have implemented it, Ash, is that most people, when you do this right, will elect to pay $500 or $1,000 for the extra things, the value added 
packages and sure. services over and above the freebie um, because it's been communicated, the value proposition is there, and that's what people want. So I think the big issue with charging fees, I guess as a quick summary for me and then I'll hand it back to you, is brokers have to back themselves and realise that we are doing there's a lot of IP and a lot of knowledge inside your head that you are essentially giving away for free and you're shooting yourself in the foot. So there's a mindset shift. And then there has to be that confidence of if I do charge a fee, I'm not going to lose customers. And it's a hard one for a lot of people to get over, but there's no looking back when you do. Yeah, I, really, I hope this sparks a, a lot of, deeper thought for anyone listening to this james and i'm sure some people will go no way and some people will go that's fantastic but i I hope at the very least this topic really sparks a conversation really sparks deeper thinking and reflection because you know fee for service you know i hope we're making it sound logical and appealing but you know before initiating it some serious consideration should always be given to you know why you're doing it and how you're going to do it and if it fits your sort of macro strategic vision of building a business that works with or without you, which of course is how we work with our clients. So what I'm saying there is make sure that it sort of all fits together with the strategic vision because, you know, that's one of the things I think that's bringing fee-for-service closer and closer to a more mainstream reality, James, is the, is the, is the maturing and professionalising excuse me, maturing and professionalising of the industry that is transitioning from what we do as our job title to we're actually running a business. And that business does all of these other things for the client around getting them a a mortgage. So building a business that can work with or without you becomes quite closely correlated to fee-for-service. So, yeah, give that some thought and then proceed from there. Um, but at the very, very least, um, start with being able to communicate why or what the value of your fee is and why you're charging it. Not, I would predict that if you do that well, you'll never have a client that's not prepared to pay you $500 as a sort of a, a holding fee for your services. People, are, people understand that. People understand that, you know, you're not going to work for free. I, you know, I think if you're lined up, 20 of your clients and said, um, you know, if I wasn't getting paid a commission, would you be prepared for me to do this for free? They go, no way, you should be paid. Well, I'd be saying, well, why don't you Well, pay me then? <laughs> the fact that I get paid a commission should be irrelevant to the client. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what should be relevant is, would you pay me for my service if the bank wasn't giving me a commission? And I reckon most, customer, most customers would say, yeah, of course. They will. Yeah, they will. I mean, I was... I was doing it more than 15 years ago. Many brokers have been doing it over the years and it's kind of a bit of a forgotten art because it's a little bit harder than walking in and saying I'm free. Um, but those that do it right, and here's the here's the kicker, I guess, to finish on, is that by charging fees, you actually raise your credibility and expertise and position in the market and become more sought after. It's a funny one, isn't it? Like most people would think, are you going to lose business and you're not going to have as many customers because they won't want to pay it well? What's actually going to happen is you'll become more sought after. Your clientele will be better because they will value you more. 
and you will also be making more income and profit for your time. And the best thing is because you earn more, you can dedicate more time to really delivering a super high-end professional holistic service for your clients instead of mortgage brokers that are running around only working on commissions, uh, bogged down in administration and stuff, um, scrounging for time because they're only getting paid a certain amount of money. So um, it's a big topic. We could probably talk about it for ages, uh, but I think we've at least scratched the surface and I'm guessing we'll get some debates fired up and some people thinking. And if oh, anyone's interested so. in, yeah, and if anyone's interested in uh, joining this debate or uh, conversation, would love to have you reach out to us. Um, you know, either online on social media or via email, and um, we can uh, open the fire, open the gates. Yeah, it's a great topic, James, and uh, great summary. And I'd I'd highly recommend that you know anybody that's listened to this. To listen to that last two or three minutes of yours right there sums it up. It sums it up. Actually, charging fees is a powerful, in, powerful attractant to attracting or powerful addition to attracting clients to you, as opposed to what most brokers think. It'll turn people away. And your experience of having done it and 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 built a whole um, process and educational system around it, James, is super valuable you've proven that it's right it's not just a theory oh yeah it is and just like anything ash it's uh usually the things that everybody else isn't doing are the things that work the best so and this is one prime example of that so hope everybody uh enjoyed this conversation gets you thinking i'd love you to have some debates next time you go to a mortgage broker conference or get together and um back yourself charge fees do it Great talking to you, Ash. We'll see you next time. Next time, James. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Ash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them. <laughs>